What do you do when a 1,200-foot-long, 600-foot-tall, hard-shelled lizard barrels across the desert, headed straight for the tavern in which you and your friends are unwinding? Obviously, you let a strange, bushy-haired gnome woman use telekinesis to toss you inside a hole in the thing's side so you can wander around inside its innards looking for a magic sword. Maureen Trask has been looking for the resting place of Aduzumoth the Obese for most of her 300-year-long life. And finally, she found the booger, hiding under the desert sands to the west of a village named Dubufi. Armed with a magical relic known as Blightspore, a sword carved from the Tarask's own tooth, she aimed to awaken the beast and control it. There was only one problem. The Tarask was pretty well guarded, by a group of devoted monks. Annoyed, Maureen put on a cloak and headed to the nearest town. There, she met with a group of adventurers calling themselves the Iron Field. Led by a half-elven wizard named Susan Kahlo, the group consisted of a drow warrior named Ferum Traken, a human named Erebo Asteaswain, and a dwarven priest of Baronar True Silver named Begrir Bronzefeet. Maureen tasked the group to defeat the challenges in the Tarasque's lair. Then, she would put an end to the beast with the sword. Just barely, the group reached the sleeping behemoth, having used all their spells and other resources in order to do so. So destroy the thing, Kahlo urged Trask. Trask raised the sword and spoke a command. To the surprise of the party, the Trask wasn't destroyed. Instead, it woke. Susan, realizing Trask's betrayal, grabbed the sword from the gnome. She was just about to use it until, chomp, the beast ate all four of the iron field in one huge bite, including Susan and the sword. Well, shit, Maureen muttered before hopping on her broom of flying and taking off. From there, the Tarasque erupted from its rest and followed the archmage, chasing her across the desert. Hello and welcome to Undercommon Taste. This is the 100th episode slash second anniversary actual play game. And, and we are real excited to have everybody here. I'm Ian Woodworth, he, him. I am going to be running the game tonight. And I'm joined by my co-host, James Daly. Howdy, howdy. And some great friends of ours. So we're going to run through some quick introductions. I'm going to start with James. Uh, name, your character's name, race, and class please. So yeah, James, my character's name is Micah Blackbeard, and I am a Dwarven Obsidian Fist monk. All right. And the way of the Obsidian Fist is one of our homebrew options. So we're just running that to see how it runs. Yes. Next, we're going to go with Hannah, if you would. Yep. I'm Hannah. I'm playing a Kenku cleric life domain. I forgot the other things that I was supposed to say. Your uh, character's name. Oh, Bangarang. Huzzah. 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 Other top corner here with Eric. Hi, I'm Eric. I will be playing Oxley Quickfoot, a halfling, and he is a luckomancer. Which is a combination of things. A combination yes. of mostly bard, but other 5th edition classes that allow him to manipulate reality. As a halfling will do. And finally, returning to the actual plays, we have Mary. So, Yay. Mary? Hi, I am Mary Kroll, and I am playing Lady Vakaku Levash. She is a Minotaur Paladin, an Akashic Paladin. I took the Akashic Paladin from Empyreon Investigations by Richard Melina Weber. So she's kind of an intellectual defender of libraries type of Paladin. 
like it. She is the uh, was it Noah Wiley, the librarian? Maybe. Maybe. The, <laughs> the, those movies from was it the early two thousands? Uh, the only librarian I know is from Discworld. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I give you the award for obscure oh, reference oh, of the night, Ian. So that reference fell flat. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. We're off to yes. a great start, everybody. Discworld is good. I will go with it. <laughs> I like that. All okay. right. <laughs> anyway, tonight we are going to be starting into the one-shot module, the Tarask Task of Maureen Trask. This is a module that was written by DM Dave and released by Tabletop Audio on their Patreon as a free item Christmas of 2019. And I've been wanting to play it for a while. I was going to play it with my home group, and then this little thing happened in early 2020 and uh, kept that from happening. So now I have finally managed to uh, rope some people into playing it. It has been modified a little bit because by default, this module is set to run in DM Dave's Omnia world, and I'm not fluent in his Omnia world. So I have modified it a little bit to make it a little more generic. There's also going to be audio attached to this. I'm not sure if it's going to come through on the recording, but I have tracks, so I'm going to add it in and post. All of the audio is from Tabletop Audio. They wrote audio tracks to go with this module. And as I said, this module is free. So if you want to run this module yourself, go to Tabletop Audio's Patreon and it's available for free there. Ian's getting fancy tonight, folks. I'm trying to. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Uh, so before we get started, I do have to give a brief content warning. This adventure will be happening almost entirely within the Tarrasque. And as such, there will be no small amount of viscera, bodily fluids, feces, and other elements that you might find inside a 1,200-foot-long magical beastie. Okay. So if you get squicked out by that sort of thing, just keep that in mind. I'm going to be as mindful as I can not to get too descriptive about the gross stuff, but there are going to be elements of that that are going to be unavoidable. Okay. We're going to eat the Tarasque in this episode. Mm, yeah. Tasty, tasty Tarasque. So do I finally get to reference botflies? <laughs> Please don't. We specifically aren't doing anything with the eyes, James. Okay. Damn. The, right. eyes, the eyes, boo. Go for the eyes. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, do. let's do. Oh, wait. <laughs> How did we get in the Tarasque? Well, that's what we're going to find out. Oh, no. Yeah. You don't start off on the inside. I will preemptively apologize. There may or may not be some pain medications involved tonight. So (laughs) prescribed pain medications. Yes. Just for clarity. Okay. The four of you are sitting around the table in the clumsy troll tavern. You arrived in the desert town of Dubufi last night en route from the coal mines of the Ebon Pits to the city of Eclipse. You have just completed a job and you're on your way to collect payment for services rendered. After three hot days and three freezing nights camping in the desert, you decided to beat yourselves to soft beds, warm baths, food that wasn't trail rations, and drink that wasn't lukewarm water. Not that Oxley has to worry about that with his bottomless cup of coffee. And prestidigitation. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Now, it is the following morning. You have gathered around the table, eating one last meal before returning to the road. However, something 
strange is happening. So Bangarang and Micah, you notice it first. The mugs of tea and breakfast beer sitting on the table are starting to ripple as if something large is approaching. So I take my cup and I notice, and then so I set my cup down on the table and I kind of hold my hand flat. I'm checking to see if I'm shaking. And I look at the cup and I look at my hand and I look at my cup and I kind of look up at the rest of the party and I don't think to connect the two or say anything, but I'm a little perplexed. But before you have time to really consider the question, the thumps get bigger. You can both hear and feel them now. They're definitely footsteps and something huge, nay, colossal, is headed for the village. You say they are definitely footsteps? That's what they sound like. The tavern's patrons rush to the windows, trying to see what the commotion is. I'm going to instinctively get under the table. I'm thinking it's more like an earthquake and kind of, no, you know. No, no, you want to go outside. You want to go outside. You don't want to be under, well, I don't know. Just don't know. then. Earthquakes. Earthquake, you need to be under to catch the debris. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Let's go see what's going on. Besides, I need a smoke. I open the door. <laughs> Just then, the front door slams open. A gnomish woman with wild, bushy hair and slightly bulging eyes stands there, breathing heavily. Tuh, tuh, tuh. I know, I'm impressive. She snatches, <laughs> she snatches a half-finished mug of beer from the nearest table and slams it, while the patrons all stare, shocked into silence by her sudden appearance. I'm more shocked she didn't pay for the drink. She throws the mug to the floor, then points and shouts, Tarask! Ooh, ooh, we all do this, right? This is a drinking game. I pick up mine and go, Tarask! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! And she's correct. A 600-foot-tall creature of legend is roughly a quarter mile from the village and headed your way. Click, click. <sighs> Seen better. <laughs> and she turns and faces you, Oxley, and says, You! Oxley, can you describe the physical appearance of your character? Yes. You see yourself gazing upon a handsome halfling, dark of hair, brown of eyes. Looks kind of like what you would expect a uh, restaurant worker to be if he happened to be covered in studded leather armor. He has an ever-full coffee mug next to him in a belt, as well as several musical instruments and a rapier and some arcane tomes in a bag. Uh, and he's currently chain smoking a cigarette and drinking coffee between uh, us. Right? And then she turns towards the table, scanning, and says, And you! And points to Vaka. Vaka, can you please describe your physical appearance? I am a lovely, handsome, stocky, many other adjectives as well, silver haired minotaur paladin in plate mail. And I have two steins of, actually only have one and a half, steins of beer now. Moo, I say. <laughs> and she turns and points to Bangarang and says, and you? Hannah, can you please describe Bangarang for everybody? Uh, he's very wholesomely dressed. He's got a cloak of protection on and it looks like he was lovingly knit by someone for him. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, pretty standard. Uh, black bird folk without wings. He looks surprised to be pointed out, but not like overwhelmingly so. It's kind of like, ah, I knew something was going to happen today. And then her gaze turns to the dwarf sitting under the table. And you! So Micah. I'm hiding. Can you please describe your physical appearance? Micah is very lightly dressed, 
kind of athletic clothes. Very strange for a dwarf, as in Micah is completely shaven. He is bald, has no beard. It is part of his monk's order that he is shaven. Fairly muscular, stout for a dwarf, but nothing pretentious. Kind of lives not quite an aesthetic lifestyle, but definitely one of moderation. All right. She says, you all come with me. You can probably stop this thing. Maybe. I don't know. Regardless, this way. And she heads out the door. Do you follow? I instinctively yes. follow someone that gives orders like that. I'm just okay. And she had the hours, best so. rusk toast, so I'll go follow her. Like, that was a really good way to drink. Okay, yeah. It is, it is way of life for Bangarang to just be like, okay, yeah, this is my adventure now. This might as well happen. Yep. <laughs> so I slowly kind of scooch out under the table. I'm still checking the rafters and the ceiling because as everything's shaking, I'm not quite sure how well I think it's going to hold up. Okay. And everyone around you, you can see they're all still caught in that looky-loo gawker stage where it's far enough away to where they're not sure if they're in danger yet. So they're just sort of standing there and watching to see what happens. Clearly, they're amateurs. I will say before I leave, I do grab my mug and I slam it down and scream, Tarask! And then walk out the door. (laughs) Well done. Well done. And I will mention also that this is breakfast beer, which is going to be your low, low alcohol content beer. This is like two, three percent. It's not going to get you drunk. Right. Were we drinking red eyes? Because that would have a lot of protein in it. Beer with an egg in it. I mean, if you you wanted it wrapped around the handle, probably would have made one. So is everybody, did everybody follow Maureen outside? Yes. We did. Right. So she says, uh, my name's Maureen. I'm an arcane historian uh, studying the origins of myths and legends. Uh, I've been been working with a group calling themselves the the Iron Field. They're mercenaries. It's strictly security stuff. We found an artifact while we were out in the desert. There's a a sword carved from a Tarrasque tooth. Uh, It was called Blightspore. And I have reason to believe that when we brought that artifact within proximity to the Tarrasque, some magic contained within it stirred the beast from his sleep. Susan Kahlo, the leader of the Ironfield, had the blight spore in her possession when uh, the Tarask um, ate her and her companions. So the sword is likely in that thing's gut. And if my theory is correct, it's what shuts the thing on and off. So here's what I need you to do, because you're clearly the only adventurers in this town. Um, I need you to get inside that thing, grab it, and get out. Sound good? Great. I I, I look at another. Y'all have. I have questions. Y'all have permits for this, right? Look, I ain't saying you gotta let it eat you, okay? No, that'll probably get you killed. There, and she turns and she points to this tall, uh, white stone tower with a big brass minaret on top of it. And she says, we are going to trick that big dumb Liz into coming into town straight for that tower. And then I'm going to poke it in the gut with that tower. Don't you never mind how old Maureen's going to do it. And once it's sticking in, you'll be able to go in through there, get Blightspore and get out. Either the way you went in or uh, some other way. That's a much better idea than what I was thinking of. Great plan. Let's do it. And, yep, she, uh, and she thanks. climbs back up onto her broom of flying and flies about 20 feet up into the air. Uh, <laughs> Bangarang, what what are you... Uh... Uh, so we're leading the Tarrasque into town. Bangarang's really quickly like going to start hand signing. He's like, 
should we evacuate the bar? <laughs> like, are they in immediate danger because of this plan? Um, ah, they'll be fine. And Maureen does a twirling gesture with her hands, and these four big, bright orbs of light start circling around the top of this tower, and they're shifting different colors as they spin. I'm just like, ooh. Guys, I have a very important question. Are we getting paid for this? And the Tarask clearly catches notice of these lights and starts making a beeline for town. And the townsfolk now realize that, yes, they are in danger, and they start to panic, and they start to flee. Well, as long as they're getting out of harm's way, Bangarang is fine with continuing on with the plan. I'm kind of transfixed by the, by the moving lights. The issue that we have here is that you are standing out in the middle of the street, <laughs> and now everybody is trying to run past you, so you are now caught in a mob. Yay. So we are going to do a skill challenge. Huzzah. I love so, skill challenges. So I would like each of you to go through your proficient skill list and pick a skill that you feel will allow you to avoid being knocked down and trampled by the mob. Easily athletics for me. The DC for this is a DC 15 with whatever skill you do, however creatively you want to flavor it. Okay. Obviously, you know, athletics and acrobatics are obvious, but some things like intimidation to try and, you know, scare them away from you, make them avoid you. Something like insight to read the crowd and dodge between them. Something deception. like perception. Going, yeah. To, no, to, no, no, deception. I'm going to deceive them all. You're going the wrong way. Get it. It's this way. That, that way I can just walk right through. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and start with Bangarang. I'm going to work my way around as I see you guys on my screen. So, Bangarang, what skill are you going to be using? Hopefully I won't need the extra one, but let's go with acrobatics for now. Just kind okay. of bobbing and weaving. Nice. Okay. Not That's good. Fine. That's fine. Right. That's okay. That, that is a success. <laughs> All right. Oxley, what are we using? Are we actually using deception? I am, in fact, using deception. I'm walking calmly with my mug of coffee in my hand, got a cigarette in the other, and I'm like, you guys are going the wrong way. You need to go around this way. That's clearly, there's a pit there. Come on. Come on. You guys want to get away from this thing? You guys aren't moving fast enough. Oh. All right. Let's see. Wow. That's nice. nice. Yeah. With a with a 29, yes. Walking. Yeah, that just not even not even moving fast. Just, just pacing myself <laughs> towards the tower. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Micah. Oh, just with reflexes built in over years of training, I'm just, it's like wading through a mosh pit. I'm just kind of like barely moving and deflecting people and just kind of, just kind of slipping past everyone. And athletics? Yep. Yep. 23, that'll do it. And then finally, Vaka. All right. I'm going to roar out the hurt. Um, the trask is over there, but I'm right here in your face. Get away. And watch me roll a three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, okay. nothing. There we go. Oh. <laughs> and there's oh. our first natural one of the night. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Oh, I shall give you my, I shall two. give you the gift yeah. portent. You rolled a 16. You rolled a 16? Okay. Fair right. enough. Oh no. Well, I rolled a win. Yep. Boy, it was feast and famine too. But, but Oxley, left, by the way. Oxley, Oxley and, being a divination wizard as part of his multi-class has portent and he gives you a 16 on that check so thank you oxley you in fact do not 
get knocked to the ground and trampled. <laughs> and she's um, intimidating. And she's yes. intimidating. I look up and say, I believe in you. Aw, thank you. Thanks, uh, bud. You, you're still not quite as intimidating as you would like to be. You do still get bounced and jostled, and you do still take seven points of bludgeoning damage from people Ooh. just smacking into you because you're okay. not quite as intimidating as the Tarrasque <laughs> at this particular moment <laughs> in time. That seems reasonable. I probably should have done athletics. That, yeah. <laughs> but since everyone else beat the skill check by more than five, you are able to deftly maneuver through the crowd and avoid taking damage. Okay. Whee! Whee! And as you work through the crowd here, eventually the crowd thins enough that you find yourself in an open space in the square before the tavern. So you've got the the tavern in front of you. The tower is sort of off behind you to the left. I mean, it's this open space where you've got like the town hall and a few other municipal buildings and a few storefronts all facing the main square of the town because it isn't a very large town. You see Marine just high enough that her line of sight clears the rooftops holding her ground and murmuring an incantation. Is uh, it the Shango she... Marine? <laughs> well done. Well done. She reaches into one of her pouches and draws out a chunk of glowing green rock, roughly the size of an apple. I mean, is it bright? Can I see this glowing rock aside from the, the glowing orbs that are already going? The yes. Sour green apple. Okay, because yeah, I'm already still like, my gaze has not broken from these moving lights, so I'm still kind of fixated on those, so I'm just kind of like, ooh. Um, I'm not entirely sure she's the good person. You watch as the Tarrasque charges, spins, and hits the base of the tower with its 500-foot-long tail. But Maureen stands her ground. Limestone erupts from the base of the tower's lower levels as they are completely demolished. The force of the beast's tail is so great that the tower is lifted a full 20 feet into the air before it tilts and begins to topple and fall. But before you see it hit the ground, Maureen yells, Time stop! In a blink, she's floating 200 feet in the air, near the collapsing tower. The green light from her gem glows so brightly now that it almost blinds you. You see that she's using its energy to hold the demolished tower in place much to the awe of the illuminated Tarrasque. I'm kind of an awe too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's way above my pay grade. Uh-huh. <laughs> then she arches her right arm back, mimicking a javelin thrower's motions. The tower lifts from its space, turns at a hundred degree angle with a point of its dome facing the Tarrasque and rears back. You immediately understand what she's doing. She's using the green gem to lift the tower like a spear and now she's aiming for the Tarrasque. Screaming, she thrusts her arm forward. With a thrust, the tower flies into the side of the Tarrasque. The minaret's dome plunges into the flesh of the beast just below the lip of its shell. It bellows a roar so loud that you think you can hear your eardrums burst. Oh. Excellent hit though, golf clap. Yeah. yeah. I'm Marine. stealing that gem. <laughs> I'm just telling Marine. you guys, at some point I'm stealing that gem. <laughs> Maureen visibly slumps on her broom, you know, barely holding on. You can see that her left arm, the one that was holding the gem, is now horribly burnt. Blood, bile, and stomach contents erupt from the tower like a hot geyser. 
And I need all four of you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Well, that's that's a that's a one. Oh. I'm going oh. to choose to reroll. What, what did I get on that? You had a four plus on yours. Yeah, I was thinking I might reroll that today. Let's see. Nope. You know what? I'm going to take it. I'll take the ten. Okay. So um, as of right now, uh, Micah <laughs> is the only one who succeeds on this saving throw <laughs> with a fifteen. <laughs> It was a DC 15. So, Bangarang, Oxley, and Vaka, you each take 28 points of acid damage. Uh, ouch. Oh my. As the contents of the stomach wash over you. Micah, you take half damage, so you take 14 points of acid damage. Do I have something along the lines of Uncanny Dodge where if I save, I don't take damage? Uh, I don't remember what level do you get evasion? Do you have evasion? I think I do. I'm going through and looking. I uh, see. Unarmored defense, speed, stone cutting. Uh, yes. Okay. Starting at 7th level. So yeah, you don't take any damage. Snazzy. As a reaction, I cast Absorb Elements so that I get resistance to the acid. Okay. Uh, here, I'll pop it up on so, the... Uh, so then you will, then you will take that. 14 acid yes. damage instead. Which is much better for my wimpy, wimpy frame. <laughs> so yeah, you have this wave of stomach acid just sort of slosh over. Micah... Um, who is within like uh, 10 feet of me? Because uh, anybody within 10 feet of me gets a plus four on their save. Um, that isn't actually going to save anybody. Because yeah, Oxley yeah. had a 10, you had a nine, and Bangarang yeah. had a four. So. Oh, well, sadness. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Well, screw the pooch on that one. <laughs> we get, sure your low, get your low rolls out now. That's right. <laughs> the damage yeah. is high. I'm gonna be dead before I even get my, inside. <laughs> gotta save my luck dice for today. I've decided. So Micah, just operating on pure instinct, happens to you know sort of kip up across a couple of people and ends up on like the top of the statue in the center of the fountain in the center of the town square. But everyone else sort of gets washed into by the full brunt. It's about waist deep by the time it reaches you. Oh my. And so yeah, it's it's not pleasant, especially because waist deep on a minotaur is right around neck deep for a kenku and a halfling. So right about bottom lip? <laughs> yeah, it's just low enough to not get any in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you do watch as several villagers who were kind of away from you between you and the Tarrasque are uh, inundated okay. by the flood and are never seen again. Who is closest oh. Guys, this is like the time I drank too much and then found myself sitting in the toilet, literally. So I'm going to take my legs and kind of walk them around the statue, and I'm going to try to lean out and pull up my party members that can reach and see if I can pull them up onto the statue with me as well, if they are close enough to be reached. I mean, the initial wave is done. Okay. And the hazard of it has been mitigated. Okay. But the Tarrasque is now writhing on the ground, threshing about and trying to rip this tower loose. And so Marine says, I'll get you close enough to the lip of the tower to get in. Oh, and you'll need this. And she casts water breathing on all four of you. That's oh, delightful. No. Okay. Very pleasant. Nice. I'm going to go ahead and hop down and start following orders. So I'm going to start moving towards the tower. Okay. So we're going to have another skill check. Okay. Because the Tarrasque is thrashing about and there's rocks and debris flying all over the place. So how are you going to 
get close to where the tower is without getting squished by a sky rock. Sticking with athletics. I am too. Or I'm going to athletics. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably going to stick with acrobatics for that. Most because I don't know how medicine can prevent sky rocks. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking I probably That's could intimidate them. Persuade the right. rocks. Can cantrip spells prevent sky rocks? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Eric, what, what's Oxley going to go with on this one? I suck at both of these. So I'm just going to say acrobatics for this point. Um, I will also state that if you have a spell that would be effective in this, um, I would let Oxley see because Oxley and Bangarang are the two primary casters. Oxley, I would let you make an Arcana check, an Intelligence Arcana check, to utilize your magic in such a way as to try and protect yourself. If you have a spell that can do that. Sure. And Hannah with Bangarang, I would allow you to do the same thing with a Wisdom Religion check, just sort of tapping into your divine magic if you had something that you could utilize that with. Yeah, my acrobatics are still better. Okay. So. All right. I could assume that I could use Expeditious Retreat to probably boost my speed a bit. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So if you wanted to use an Intelligence Arcana check for that, you could. I could. Like, how close is this tower? Um, Right now, you're about 150 feet away. Okay. So my thought is when I get closer to it, I'm going to gore rush it and then flip over my horns using gore rush and flip into where I need to with the tower. All right, so the opening of the tower is about 60 feet up, so that's that's a little bit much. Okay, well, I just was go big or go home, right? It's just a full anime move. That will work for getting you there. Okay, but for now, just athletics, I guess. Right. Okay, are you ready? Should yep. I roll it? Okay. Go ahead. All right, all right. Luckily, the good number was first. And then Micah. <laughs> all right, so it looks like Bangarang is the only one that didn't make the DC 15. Yep. Actually, if you started in uh, in Vaka's aura, what what what's your uh, what's the bonus to that? Plus four. Plus four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would that would make it. Okay. Because okay. that would that Yay! would boost you to an 18. Thank you. I, All I, right. I, you're welcome. From losing a little over half my hit points. We're not being crushed into a uh, horrible acid either. death. Yeah. Yet. All right. So on a success. Uh, Look at Micah. Oh my god. <laughs> Micah's like, well, hello, I'm just going to stroll casually. And Well, Vaka and Micah both hit DC 20, so you avoid all damage. Okay. Oxley and Bangarang, you succeeded on a 15, didn't hit 20, so you take half damage, so you take five points of bludgeoning damage from just bits of debris that are flying around everywhere. Um. So Oxley wasn't quite close enough to me to get the thing? Oh yeah, math. Yeah, Oxley Oxley <laughs> hit twenty with your bonus. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, math and broke. Hey, that's <laughs> less healing that we have to do, so that's, that's awesome. Right. So Bangarang got clipped by a rock. Ow. By the way, eh, it's fine. How dare they throw rocks at crows? I know, right? Don't they know crows throw rocks back? They yes, can. they do. <laughs> I love crows. They're fantastic. I do too. So after this commotion, you are able to get fairly close to the tower and Maureen yells out, stand on that door. And you can see laying there in the street is 
a rather large wooden door that has been ripped off of its hinges. She's going to launch us into the belly on that door? I look around because, I mean, I've been listening to this lady, and so far I haven't been hurt. So I'm I'm just going to stand right in the center of the door. I grab the (laughs) handle of the door, holding onto the handle of the door. She's going to toss this into the Tarrasque. I'm making sure, like, I've got five points of contact between her and the Minotaur. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> All right. There's a way to create suction. We do. <laughs> when I get Excellent. to the door, I'm like going to preemptively like hit myself with cure wounds. <laughs> Just because okay. I'm at 15 right now. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I jab one of my unbreakable arrows into the door and hold on to that. Okay. Snazzy. I'm just going to be like in the center, kind of like if I'm going to be trying to surf on this thing and just I'm squat, I am ready. Okay. I'm going to lay on hands for a bangerang and give bangerang five. Just, just to, you know, just to give you a little extra some some. Yeah. Put Mike in the front, it'll be more aerodynamic. He's got lack of hair. It makes him go faster. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm like (laughs) a hood over, mate. So once once everybody has clambered onto this door and Oxley is as close to the door as is physically possible, clinging onto the door handle for dear life, Marine picks up the door with telekinesis and lifts you up like an elevator, 60 feet up into the air to the base of this broken off tower. Level six housewares. I was thinking like the old 8-bit music for the old NES games when you're on the elevator into the base. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And she yells, well, don't just stand there. Get in there. All right. I need everybody to roll initiative, please, so that we can... uh, do the, this will be sad. So we can do the world mechanics on top of everything. I choose to go last. Okay. Uh, thought I had done the initiative thing. Hang on, sorry. There we go. Just didn't click on the right thing. There we go. Yeah, so the work out. Sorry. <laughs> I knew uh, it. Lady Vodka chooses to go last instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Sadness. So starting with the. Uh, Actually, I can reroll my ones. You can Somehow. re-roll your ones. So I'm going to re-roll that one since that was a natural one. I got another one. What's going on with this? <laughs> Go ahead and get them out now. Do, do you want Do you want to use a luck die to, to re-roll no. it again? No, I have to keep that. Okay. The dice they have spoken. Decided. <laughs> Oxley and Lady Vaca try to like fist bump, but we miss. <laughs> I'm feeling this is a common occurrence. It's because Oxley is holding onto the door. And his cup of coffee. That's right. Well, yes, absolutely. <laughs> We have to have priorities. Not without my coffee. Although it's in holster yeah. now. Holstered the coffee. I'm still smoking, though. I don't know. At this point, you may have bitten your cigarette in half. <laughs> yeah, it's probably got acid on it and stuff. It's not going to be a good trip. Yeah, because it was about neck deep when it hit you. So anyway, what was it? Um, Independence Day, where the cigarette breaks off? It's just kind of mm. hanging. Yeah. I knew right, this so- day would end like this. Strapped to a doorknob, covered in bile. Mmm. <laughs> Delicious. Okay. Muy delicioso. Starting at initiative 20 is the world effect. The Tarrasque inhales. And, uh, well, I need all of you to make a strength saving throw. Ooh. Does it have gas? Cool. At least I made 15. (laughs) I'm going to choose to. It's a DC 10. Okay. That's good. That's good. And we all are very Shit. close to the paladin. <laughs> True. <laughs> so so the Minotaur, it's because you're so much taller than them. You have a higher center of gravity. Yeah. And so as the Tarrasque inhales, it would appear that the tower has 
punctured a lung. Hang on, hang on. Okay. It says R of a protection. Whenever you or a friendly creature within 10 feet of you must make a saving throw. Oh, never mind. That's weird. The way they worded it suggests yeah. whenever you or a. Would you, you like get a 12? Not, Can I, I grab for her as a reflex? Please. I shall, gi- I shall <laughs> give you a 12 tonight. Wait, wait, Thank wait, you. wait. Can I grab for her and hold her down as a reflex? Well, I mean, let me tell you what's about to happen before you decide that. Okay. All preemptively trying to because- prevent. Because on the inhale, she gets sucked into the tower. Okay. Are you okay with that? I guess I am. Sure. Suck me in. Isn't that where we're going anyway? Yes. I think that's where I'm in. (laughs) Yeah. And that's hilarious. I need to change the map because we are actually going to be on a map now. All right. So I'm sucked into the tower. It's a bad day to be a cow. All right. Look at this tower. Oh, my. It's even red. So. It's covered in the bile of the uh, rusk. Great. I like it. All right. So, bangerang. See if I can get these things to actually put where I want them to. Bangerang, Oxley, and Micah. And then Vaka, you were there and you got sucked 20 feet. You sort of hit the bottom of that spiral staircase and... Uh-huh. Like the the worst water slide ever, just mm-hmm. sort of spiraled oh. around. So you got sucked twenty feet in, and you are currently prone. Gotcha. That's all flimmy. Okay. So next is Micah. I'm going to look in. If it seems clear, then I'm just going to kind of follow in up the steps. Well, you're not actually able to access the steps side right now. Okay. You're on the underside of the that, spiral staircase okay. because the tower was ripped off. Okay. Um, oh, so I'm a slip and slide. Yeah. Yeah, then I'm going to jump to what seems like the smoothest, clearest path in. Okay. So, yeah, you can get about 20 feet in, and then you're going to have to... And the stairs aren't terribly wide, so you can sort of parkour over okay. top of them if you need to. So that probably put me there if I use my full movement then. Yeah. Or can I slide all the way in? Um, if you're no, because even then you wouldn't be able to get much further than that, because you'd end up hitting the stairs at some point. And okay, that's fine. Then you have to. All right, and then because of the absolutely stunning initiative that we had going on. Wait, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Bangering had the 17 initiative. <laughs> I wondered. Yep. I, I am sorry. That was me reading wrong. Okay. It's okay. So Micah, you get back where you were, because. Okay. Because it ain't your turn yet. Yeah, I get to reset. Huzzah. Okay, I'm back to the beginning. Back to square one. Turn orders. <laughs> I mean, why else would we roll initiative? <laughs> All right. So, bangerang, what are we doing? Uh, we are moving in the tower, I guess, since that's how we get into the Tarrasque, and we're going in the Tarrasque. 10, 15, 20, 25. So we're going to have to either... See, at that point... At that point, and at that point, as we go in, you're going to have to either make a DC 10 acrobatics or athletics check to mm-hmm. sort of hurdle over or spend an extra five feet of movement to climb over. Uh, let's see if I can hurdle over that with my proficiency and dexterity. Nice. Yay. Yeah. All right. All right. So that was 20, 25, 30. Okay. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. and I should also mention that everything from about from about here in is low light. Okay. 
Fair enough. Hey, so one of my horns is enchanted as a moon blade and sheds light. Oh, nice. So you have this one glowy horn. Just one. That's sort of radiating bright light, dim light. Mm -hmm. The light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Oh, wait. Yep. So did my movement, are we allowing using action to dash or cast light or yeet someone? (laughs) So there's the aura of her light. Okay, awesome. Nice. I like that effect. That's cool. Um, yeah, that, that was just your movement, so you can continue in using your action to dash. Or... Okay, so we get up there, and then I have to do another acrobatics. Yep. Nice. Flying colors. Mm-hmm. So that's 15. All right, so as you get to there, as you get to here... Oh, no. You can look in. That is breaking into an organ. Uh, it's too dark for you to tell anything about what's in there. But there is definitely an opening here that leads into a cavity within the Jurassic. You are also far enough up to where you can see here. There is what's left of a trapdoor that has been thoroughly eaten away by acid. So mm. you are of the impression that if you keep going further up, that there is a way to get through the minaret into the stomach. Mm, the Dewadnum. Which is where the blade... Were we explicitly told the person was eaten? Yes. So they would probably be in the stomach or further down. Yes. Or intestine. We don't know how big this intestine is in this. Yeah. I'm just going to pronounce Tarask and Tarask differently every time I say it. We'll just call it Terry. Terry, Terry, Terry. Terry Terry, 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 Terry. (laughs) Okay. I just realized Uh, with my horn, it's like it's getting a colonoscopy for real. That's kind of neat. Yes. Just looking around. See if there's any Tarrasque problems. Okay. So do we get yep. to charge it, you know? I, I think I'm, I'm going to pause there. <laughs> okay. And just wait. All right. Next is going to be initiative 10, which is when the Tarrasque exhales. Oh, good times. So I need everyone to please make another strength saving throw. DC 10. Great. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Everything's fine. I'm re-rolling my one. Yes, you are. And my halfling luck is... uh, Halfling luck is great, man. Halfling luck is great. Lady Vaca luck is bad. (laughs) Well, you get the plus four to your own saves, right? Yeah. Well, then you made a ten. Okay, good. So, yes, none of you are pushed out of the tower. Good times. That was what I was worried about. I rolled double crit on that one. You did roll double crit on that one. I wasted that. Okay, now Micah. Okay. You get to head in. So I will go up, and then I need to do a acrobatic one, one here and one here if you keep going. Okay, I will. So let me see here first. I'll make sure I pass the first one. Don't, don't assume, because now I'm going to start rolling ones, because that's how that works. Nope, you're okay. good. Yep, yep, you're good on that okay. one, too. Awesome. So yeah, I'm going to kind of go up where uh, Bangarang is. All right. Is that going to be your turn? At that point, I will. I'm actually going to use my dash, and I will get right up to where this trap door is, and kind of be at the base of the trap door. I'm not okay. going to open. I'll or... need. Uh, I'll need one more athletics check to get over that last. Okay. Hump. Yeah, you got it. Okay. okay. So Thank you me. are up to the trap door, and being a dwarf and having dark vision, you can see. You look up through the trap door, and in the top of the minaret, the brass dome on this minaret has been thoroughly acid etched and scoured clean. 
and there is a crack in the top of the minaret that appears to lead into another cavity. Okay. Um, when I was wrong. The trapdoor is here. Here? Okay. So then I'm going to come up to there. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right. Oxley, you're up. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I can either make athletics checks or sacrifice five feet of movement. Athletics or acrobatics or sacrifice five feet of movement. I maintain concentration on my spell. Is expeditious retreat. And okay. uh, I should be able to take a bonus dash and a regular dash, which should get me... Honestly. Well, I mean, Expeditious Retreat gives you 90 feet of movement, right? Uh, It gives you a dash action, so it doubles your movement. Okay. What am I thinking of that increases your movement speed? Uh, Well, it it certainly, yeah. Haste haste does it too, but it also, here. Okay. Never mind. You can take the the dash action. So I'm going to, I guess, get up next to the dwarf, find out what the hell he's doing. All right. So we got one, two. There are three spots up through here. Where you either have to sacrifice five feet or make a check. I, I'm going to sacrifice five feet. Okay. 60 feet is here. It's 55. So one, two, so, three, 45 feet. Yeah, you feet. could just get across that third rise. Be yeah. right up here next to Bangarang. I think that would be a good idea. Okay. One, two, just past the third rise. So about right here. Is that right? Here. Here? Yeah, there. Perfect. All right. And then Vaka, let's yeah, finish out the round. All right, I'd like to move on up and catch up with everybody. You said there. Now I have a thirty movement rate. Um, I don't know if we're slowed or anything like that, just because we're going up. You are prone. So I have to get up first. Do I? Would I lose ten feet of movement for that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't do half movement. I do ten feet of movement and then five feet of movement if you have the athlete feet. Okay. So I lose ten. So I have fifty left if I'm all I'm doing is moving. Yes. Yeah. And you got you got sucked across the first checkpoint. Uh huh. So there are two more checkpoints that I, you would have to either. But if I sacrifice five, that leaves me with forty movement, right? So five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty. That would put me right there. I think so. Yeah. Yep. That'll put you at the top of the stairs. All right, I will do that. Uh, hello. Here I go. There. Huzzah! Huzzah. And now there's all there's light. There is. And now that there is light, Micah, you can see that there is a puddle of acid still coalesced up here in the top of the minaret. Okay. Because the tower is sort of tilting at a 45 degree downward angle. Okay. All right. So we have finished the first round of trying to get into the Tarrasque. We have gotten into the tower. We have gotten near the top of the tower. Micah has reached the top of the stairs. Vaka is right behind him. And Bangarang and Oxley have just passed the hole that leads into another place. I believe that the current plan is to try and get out through the minaret and into the stomach. Is that basically what you're trying to do as a group? I'm thinking so. Now, you said I noticed there is a pool of acid inside the minaret and... Do I know that's covering the trapdoor or not? No, that's that's beyond the trapdoor. Okay. The trapdoor leads into the brass dome on the top. Okay, and there's where? Show me where the acid is pooling up. It's on it's the... up in the very top. Okay. It's everything that is below the lip where it's 
busted out the side. Okay. Now, me being me would know to consider that there's probably acid leaking in. Unfortunately, Micah probably wouldn't be able to put those things together. So I think that is still our plan. There is not acid currently coming in through the hole. Okay. And now... Literally busted a gut. Yes. (laughs) And now we're back to the top of initiative. At initiative 20 is the Tarasque. The Tarasque is going to inhale. I need everyone to please make a strength saving throw. Favorite score. Yikes. So are we close enough to the paladin? <laughs> you are You are just oh. within 10 feet. Oxley is not. Oh my. Actually, no, Oxley, because diagonals still count. Oxley is barely, he's on the very lip of that aura. Not going to save him, though. Yeah, I was going to say, it's still not enough. Yeah. I go where the winds take me. <laughs> Farewell, my friends. Well, the winds are going to try and take you out of this hole. Oh, well, in so, that case, I, I will not go where the winds take me. <laughs> You're not going to go quietly into that. So, so are you going to try and re-roll, or are you going to try and uh, catch yourself with a deck save? I am going to use my wild mage ability to gain advantage on that roll. Okay. Once per day. And it can potentially force a wild search. Oh, we forgot to to roll for that whenever you cast Expeditious Retreat. Oh, it's only yeah, for uh, when I cast. It's only for when I cast Sorcerer spells. I'm. Does it specify Sorcerer spells? I was under the impression that it's when you cast spells. Does it say that? I could be wrong. In which case, things are going to get even more interesting at that point. Oh my! Is the Trask so big, such a huge piece of terrain, that my forceful personality does not really affect it? It's enemies within 10 feet suffer my charisma modifier and psychic damage. Or is he yeah. just... Okay, that's what I figured. But if like... Get close to its actual head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if we like meet a stomach mite or something, you know. All right, that's fine. It says your right, spell casting can unleash surges of untamed magic. Once per turn, the DM can have you roll a d20 immediately after you cast... Oh, a sorcerer spell of first level or higher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I was under the impression that it would be all your spells, but yeah. You got real excited. I did, did get real excited. I will definitely be casting some sorcerer spells at some point tonight. Okay, so go ahead and roll your advantage and then roll your wild magic surge. Oh, uh, okay. I was just going to take that, but I can roll again. Yeah, it's a 20 on there. Or are you just going to take the three? No, yeah, it no. be 20. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're good. Sorry, I, I keep forgetting that we're in roll 20 and it all automatically gives you advantage. Um, it's right there. It's right there. Uh, yay, editing. Um... But if you would, please go ahead and roll a d20 for your wild magic surge to see if we get a one. Sure. Nope. Uh, what stable right. did you pick? Um, We're going to do the adapted Tome of Magic Yay! one that we did. You can also, I am totally fine with you guys using the net Librum of wild magic searches. I wonder you roll uh, uh, 10,000 different effects. At 9999, the sun explodes. It's great. Oh my. So this is one that we did. We did, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, then you must use that then. Yes, absolutely. And because we're using Escalating Wild Magic, next time we have to roll, it's going to be one or two. Nice. That's going to be fun. There will be a wild search tonight. We'll find out. So that takes care of the Tarask. Bangarang, you are next. Can I make a medicine check just kind of to figure out which route is safer based on what I see? Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a it's a Tarask. You're you're not very familiar with Tarask anatomy. Yep. 
Nope, However, given that the air seems to be moving to this hole, mm -hmm. you are able to logic that that probably leads to the lung. Why not yep. Durberg? And that because of the acid damage, that up here probably leads to the stomach. And the stomach is generally where we're going, and the cleric, of all people, does not want to split the party. Cool, 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 cool. Make an acrobatics check to get over the last bit. Yep. Um, hang out up there. Okay, so once you get to the minaret portion, I'm going to need another dex save if you actually go in, because there's not any handholds or anything. Okay. It's sort of going to be a jump for it. Yep. And uh, it seems I may or may not land in acid, depending on how high that DC is. Oh, it was a DC 12. Oh. And you were so 15 close. feet away from the paladin. Oh, yep. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> so, I made choices. So you slip and fall into the acid. So that is going to be 14 points of acid damage. Ouch. Oh, jeez. Yikes. You said nickel and diming. This is like a whole quarter. <laughs> this is my entire allowance for the week. <laughs> you do still have action bonus action. Uh, let's see. The getting in is the hard part. Yeah. I will say that much. It turns down a little bit once you're inside. Yeah. Um, still, I think I'm going to use healing word on Lady Vaka which will also give me okay, just a little bit of healing, but it's fine. Thank so you. So you get six, I get three. I hope you're not dead yet. No. I don't want to go on the carts. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh-huh. <laughs> we also, like, have healing potions, and I have, like, three prayer breeds on me okay. that can cast Cure. So that was your bonus action. You can use your action to hoist yourself out of the acid. Yep, let's get out of this cursed place and into a completely different cursed place. Okay, are you going to jump through the hole? Do or... I have the movement to do so safely? I mean, you still have your action, so you could dash to get out through the hole. It's only about a five foot drop. Okay. You I mean, it's dim light because you're on the outside of Vaka's bright light radius. So there's enough light in there to where you can see that the quote-unquote ground is about five feet below you. Okay. Then, yeah. I'm gone. Hopefully I didn't land in more acid and just something <laughs> squishy. Um, it does give because it is fleshy. Yep. And as you pass through, the your eyes immediately start to sting. <laughs> and you can't quite see the whole thing yet, but you are here in what is presumably the stomach. Yep. And it feels caustic. It feels like it would be a bad idea to stay here. Yep. I think I'm just going to, like, put my hands over my beak and just like, it, it smells real intense in here. Eyes are watering and I do not like it. <laughs> but that should right. be the end of my turn. And that puts us to initiative 10 where the Tarask exhales. So, Bangarang, you are free of the effect. Micah, Vaka, and Oxley, I would need a strength save from you three, please. Oh, sad. Oh, mm. man. Oh, well. Well, Vaka, with your plus four, you hit 10, which is oh. what you needed. Okay. Oxley, 
not so much. You're yeah. you're stuck at a nine, so you are pushed away from the hole twenty feet. Okay. So you are pushed like five, ten, fifteen, twenty. You kind of thump against the ceiling next to where the trapdoor was, and you land prone. Ow. Yeah, it wasn't not enough to deal damage, but definitely enough not to feel good. I, I was going in that direction anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then uh, next is going to be Micah. I'm gonna. I'm assuming that trap door is within the realm of a jump for me, where I can kind of jump and pull myself up and in, and kind well, of look. Yeah, I mean, it's this is a you know ten foot round ceiling with the trap door in the center, so it's probably about three feet from the wall that is now the floor to the door in the ceiling that is now a wall. Okay. Because of the angle of the tower. Okay, so I'm going to jump to here and kind of hang on and look and then look to see the opening to see what I can see to see if I can see where um, Bangarang went as well. Yeah, you can see Bangarang barely through the hole. Okay. Standing in there. If you go beyond the trap door, I'm going to need either an athletics or acrobatics check. Okay. Let me go ahead and do the, uh, let's go ahead and do an athletics. Oh, I missed. You miss and you slip and you fall and you land in the puddle of acid. Yay. So you take 14 points of acid damage. Ouch. But you still have your action and bonus action. Yep. So I will go ahead and hop up and I will follow Bangarang and also enter out through here. Okay. Uh, Oxley. Stand up, dust myself off, even though I know it's not covered in dust. And uh, I guess I head into the hole. Okay. Uh, athletics or acrobatics? We'll do acrobatics today. Much yes, you will. Nice. And you grab the sides of the trapdoor. And as you pull yourself through, you sort of push off with your left arm to sort of direct yourself towards the hole and very gracefully manage to do a half flip in the air and land on your feet in the squishy, acrid darkness that is wherever you happen to be. You see I me. I look at Oxley and I mutter, show off. As an action, <laughs> you see me uh, reach into my pouch at the front here and pull out what looks like a clear plastic bag. I put it over my head. And it, for the DM's purposes, it is a um, breathing bubble. Okay. Okay. And, and what does that do? It just lets you, uh, well, actually, let me read it off to you. Translucent bubble-like sphere has a slightly tacky outer surface, and you gain the item's benefits only while wearing it over it like you wear a helmet. In one hour of breathable air, it okay. regains it at dawn. All right. Minor I could say so many terrible things that would get us in so much trouble right now, so I will behave and not say... Anything looks about like I'm wearing a condom on my head. Bags. No, I was going to mention dry cleaning bags and space helmets, but um, we won't say anything like that. Yeah, do not try <laughs> or attempt this endeavor at home. Yes, please. Bags are not toys. You me breathing heavily through the bag, so it's like, Hey, everybody, let's get out of the stomach. Is it like puffing out and sucking into your face as you breathe? <laughs> I, I think it totally is, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> absolutely it is. Okay. Is this Kroger on the bag? <laughs> <That's awesome>. Yes. <laughs> Guys. <Okay. laughs> And then Vaka, are you going to follow them through the hole? I am. I'm going to follow them through the hole. All right. Athletics or acrobatics to avoid falling in the puddle. Okay. Athletics. Here we go. Okay. 14's enough. Woohoo. Plus four. Athlobatics. Athlobatics. All right. Yay. I make it. Yeah. Um, And now the light is with them. And by the way, I've got a necklace of adaptation on 
so I can breathe fine. And it says I have advantage on saving throws made against harmful gases and vapors for what that what it's worth. Okay. So, so let's go ahead and get you guys moved to the new map. That's oh that's wow, a combination. That's dazzling. <laughs> okay, so we are coming in right about here. And as Vaka clears the hole, you you hear the cracking of stone and the tower that you were just in is ripped out of the Tarrasque. Apparently it managed to finally get a hold of it and rip it out. And you watch as the hole in the stomach where the tower once was is very quickly knitting itself shut. Bangarine's gonna sign basically like, we didn't have an exit plan. No. <laughs> Did so we could... bring in a movable rod? No. We talked we about it. We all joked about it a lot. <laughs> I kind of thought that, that y'all didn't think it was the best idea, so I, I, I didn't bring it. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I, I wasn't sure it'd work. I know. It would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we are here, we... We can exit through the large intestine. Or the bladder. Or we could crawl well, up through the lungs and get forced out. Yeah. That's true. These all sound lovely. <laughs> well, first you have to find the sword. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so you can barely see that there appears to be an opening in the stomach up here, and you can clearly see that there is an opening in the stomach right here. I'm going to pull up my rapier, and it'll shed a little bit of light. Okay. The Where was the first opening? You can see the very edges of it up here. Okay. And as you can tell from the map, the green bits are pools of acid. Mm-hmm. All the pink fleshy bits are flesh. They're squishy. They're hard to kind of walk on. And so it is all difficult terrain. Okay. Um, we should heal people. Yeah, probably. Potentially. Can I make a perception check? Sure. I want to see if I can tell... Which end is up, I guess. I know I see two holes, so I don't know if there's a way that things are being pushed or moved. I'm assuming this would be a perception versus intelligence, just or an insight check versus perception. I'm sorry. Um, you could also make a medicine check. I think an insight would be far better for me. What about nature? Well, insight is more reading people. Okay. So, yeah. Then, yeah. Um, I will try that uh, medicine check with my... Uh, oh, no, that's a wisdom score. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. Surprisingly, okay. not terrible. With a 12, given the shapes of the openings, this one appears to be more of a sphincter, and this one appears to be more of a tube, which suggests that stuff comes in here okay, and goes out here. Okay. I relay this to the party. Mm-hmm. I point this way in, that way out. All right. So one of the spells that I have is a locate object, and... Okay. It is describe or name an object that is familiar to me. This is not familiar, but she did have a name for it. So I don't know if that's something I could do. It, the blight, what is the blight spore? Is that what she called it? Yes, something, something. Blight spore, but it says uh, you are you sense the direction of the object's location as long as that object is within a thousand feet of you. And if it's in motion, you know the direction of its motion. Okay. So. Does this seem like something I could use the spell for? Sure. Okay. All right. That's good to know. I will probably do that, but I think we should heal first. Yeah. I'm assuming Micah's 
mostly fine. Yeah, I'm mostly okay. Oxley, though, and you are not. Yeah. Are you taking a rest or are we just healing, healing? I was going to heal you. I've got to cure wounds. Hang on, hang on. And I got some lay on hands. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. I mean, honestly, think about Oxley. How many of your abilities would recharge off a short rest? Because you've you've burnt through a couple already. Um, well, if we did a short rest, I could do a song of rest. That would allow us to heal as well. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Okay. I will also remind you that it is horrendously unpleasant to stay here. Yeah. Short rest is out. (laughs) Because you are in the stomach, which is full of acid and acidic vapors, and you can feel your skin starting to... Be digested? Goo. You want to go up in the tube, y'all? Are we going up the tube or down the tube? Uh, I think the paladin should figure out which direction we need to go with locate object and then I'll do that. go through something and hopefully it is less awful than here. Alright, so I will cast locate object to figure out which way we should move. Okay. Let's see here. Grab or name an object that is familiar to you. That's why I was asking you. Does this qualify or not? Um, I will let you... Because she named it is why. So I thought maybe it was unique. I will let you make a... See here, you are using charisma, right? For your... Mm-hmm. I will let you make a religion or arcana check using your charisma. Okay. Uh, All right. And any of us assist? I mean, this is sort of her trying to locate an object purely based off of its name. So I'm going to roll religion, and it, that would be and that is something I'm proficient in. So whatever number is is since it's usually intelligence based, we're gonna add three to it because my intelligence is only a twelve and or yeah. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. You said I use yeah. Okay, so I have an eight, but it's actually an eleven. I don't an know. Eleven? That, yeah. Um. Unless I have advantage, I don't know. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Could I uh, wait? Did you say I could do a uh, uh, arcan? No, arcana. Sucks. You could. You could do. Arcana or religion. This okay. is basically just you using your magic to try and locate this object. Okay. Um, can and, I uh, can I inspire her? Yeah, you can use. Yeah. You can use bardic inspiration on that. I will oh. do so. Sing a song of finding. Song of finding. Do you want me to roll a d6? Would be a d8 actually. Oh, nice. Okay, I will roll a d8. Okay, so, so we add 17. six. Seventeen. Is that more like a, it? With a seventeen. Yay! Thank you for the inspiration. You're able to pick up just the hint. Because it is an object of such immense magical power, mm-hmm. having the name happens to be enough. If this were a more mundane item, absolutely not. But uh-huh. the sheer amount of magical energy imbued within this weapon allows you to pick up on it, and you can tell that it is... Uh, to the this way. It is further down the digestive tract. Okay, into the colon, my friends. Whee! You go down. Ooh, down where? Thank Where's you very much, Oxley. Yeah. Yep. To locate object. Alright. I'm sorry, I'm actually typing up notes. That's why I kind of still knew what its name was. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. So I guess we're going to go down here. Yep. Alright, who's first? Or do you want me to? Oh, do I can go to... first. I'm, I'm actually, the first. I, I was incorrect. It is here. This is where the sphincter is. Oh, sphincter. is that is that where I'm supposed to go? I mean, yes. that's 
Okay, it points the to the sphincter. Well, it, it points down, like, down this way. But okay. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't tell you to go that way. I'm sorry, my brain is 12. <laughs> yeah. It's telling you to go south. <laughs> I was just thinking of things pointing to the sphincter. Um, anyway. This may sound crazy, but I'm going to check for traps. You know? Okay, make an investigation check. Okay. I mean, sometimes the belly is a trap, but right now the sphincter might be a trap. Oh my, okay, yeah. Um. <laughs> is that... Oh, yeah, it, it's not trapped. Um, <laughs> but you do notice as you're clearing your way around, there is something glinting and metallic just into this puddle of acid right here. Mm. I pop out my unbreakable... Uh, your unbreakable kind of arrow? Thank you. Yeah, I have, I have a couple of them. Uh, I left the other one, by the way, in the door, and I'm getting Aww. it. Yeah, so I have three left. Well, I, I bought a couple of them. I grab one of them, try to stir it up without touching the acid. Okay. Yeah, it's trivial. And it is a monocle. monocle. It is. Yes. It is a glass monocle with a gold rim and a fine gold chain. Ooh. Yeah, that's definitely going in the bag. <laughs> Um, Gross. What? You don't want a stomach yep. monocle? It's great. <laughs> stomach right. monocle. <laughs> and I need everyone to please make a perception check. That is much better than a stomach barnacle. Fair. Mm, yeah, that's true. Where's perception? <laughs> okay. You guys yeah. are all, all so much more perceptive than me. <laughs> um, you notice that the, uh, the stomach acid is starting to roil a bit. Nope. Uh, it's time to get into the sphincter, guys. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. All yep. right. So, so yeah, you. It's such a uh, good movie. Just remember that it is difficult terrain, and let's just go ahead and uh, roll a real quick initiative to make sure that you all get to move ahead of them. This is all a bunch of nobody. Nope. 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 I would like to not be here. I don't think any of us do. Well, Bangarang is the only one that doesn't get to move before the goops. Goopy goop goop. Sad day. So let's go ahead and start at the top with Micah and Vaka. Uh, give me a second. I'm going to head towards the sphincter. <laughs> I have. That's the phrase uh, for this evening. Yes, it is. Absolutely. That and the trash drinking game. I have, because I'm a monk, I believe it's movement or evasion. One of these lets me uh, negate hazardous terrain. I'm trying to f- figure out where that. Something's going to have a movement. Well, when you use a dash, dash axe in difficult terrain, does not cost you extra movement on this turn. So I am going to take my full movement and... Come on, dwarf, get in that hole. I'm going to hate to say this. I, I really am going to hate to say this. How tight is the sphincter? Oh. <laughs> that is, my that is shut a... down. It, like, <laughs> there were so many things I didn't say that my brain just shut down utterly. <laughs> Sure. Okay. In a family I mean, is it, can I can I just walk through, or do I need to like push it open? I mean, um, <laughs> we're we're going to say it, it's going to take five feet of movement to pass through. Okay, I could use I my dash. So do I dash through the sphincter at Maybe this point? I <laughs> can't ease yourself into that sphincter. You gotta, you gotta push through. I'm just gonna dash right through the sphincter. Dash just kind of like grease up my head because I'm all bald and just go right in for it. 
<laughs> it's like that scene from Ace Ventura where J Jim Carrey is crawling out of the, the, the fake rhinoceros. rhinoceros. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm glad just I don't have sitting to here with a with straight face. <laughs> no, we just put a Magic School Bus episode playing oh, back yes, in my head. So yes. it's like, yeah, no, this is it, there's this like layer of wholesomeness going over everything happening in my head. So. <laughs> Okay. It's like, nope, I'm just in magic school bus land. Yeah, because like I want to kind of poke my head on the other side to make sure I'm not walking into something terrible. Um, I again, this is terrible. I kind of want to be able to. It's terrible. Everything I is terrible. I want to kind of be able to hold this thing open so people uh, can come in if they if they need to, if they need to. Oh my god, this is so bad. I'm gonna hold the sinker open. I'm gonna use my action and just kind of like post up with my arms and legs and kind of like yeah, kind of create. Starfish the sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to starfish the sphincter. Oh Buy a drink first. <laughs> and we have gone straight into NC-17. All right. Let's, yep. Let us continue. Um, Should I use my decanter of endless water to help lubricate the dwarf through the sphincter? I don't, I, don't think, I don't think you need to. I think the dwarf is okay with this. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm fully shaven, so I'm nice and smooth anyway. It's true. Yeah. Various bodily fluids. Okay, so yeah, and then I'm going to hold uh, my action as I hold the sphincter open for the rest of the party to make sure everyone else can kind of get in. Okay. Oh, that was so a I, train wreck. I so guess next, I'm just, yeah, that's yeah, me, right? I'm just going to go on. Baca. I'm going to try not to poke it with my horns. Say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, you, you will have to, uh, you'll have to dash to get there because it is difficult terrain. Okay, I will dash to get there. I will refrain from doing, oh. doing the gore rush as yeah, I go. 15, <laughs> thank you. 15 feet would put you right about here, so you that would be as far as you can get with your standard movement. Okay. Uh, do you mean it is there I, right here? Yep. Okay, so I'm right next to the sphincter, but I can't quite get through the sphincter, or? If you use your action to dash, you can. Okay, I'm just gonna dash to the sphincter. Oh my. Okay. So. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm in there. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you have uh, you have moved off the map. The room is now dark, aside from the uh, the little bit of light coming off of Oxley's rapier and her horn. And no, her because horn. she because she passed through the sphincter. She's oh. not in the stomach oh. anymore. Okay. Oh, I thought you see on the other side, and you know he's starfishing it open. So I thought maybe there'd be light just shining. Shining through there. Okay, so, so, dude, so there's like a great, yeah. I mean, like, so there's going to be shiny. like this flashlight cone of light coming through the sphincter. Okay, <laughs> right. Just kind of outlining the dwarf and throwing the shadow all over the stomach. Oh, acid. Yeah, just like superimposed on the other side of the. This stomach. is the strangest colonoscopy ever. I'm just saying. There are so many sixth grade jokes I want to say right now, but I'm not going to say. Okay. Anyway, oh. regardless, next up is Oxley. Well, since we've had a big bull push itself through the sphincter, got it loose, I'm just gonna, I should be able to get, have a little less trouble getting into that sphincter, so I'm gonna dash. So, so you're saying it's already stretched out. You do also have Expeditious Retreat still there, going. There, there is true. a dwarf still inside it as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, not getting, I'm, I'm in moving into not the sphincter, and I'm assuming that I won't be doing anything as I pass through. Okay. On initiative, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to move to a different initiative order when we pass through the sphincter. Um, well, you might, because next is the oozes. Oh no, there's oozes in the sphincter where I am. Oh. No, in, in the stomach. 
Oh no! That's why I didn't want to rush. I wanted to make sure we all could get right. But, so, but, if, but if I've gotten through into the other side, yeah. what I need to, I'm gonna assume I don't need to do an action after as I pass okay. through. You know what I'm saying. Okay. So one of them is coming up. These are bile oozes. Ooh. The bile living... is in bile is in Bravo, not vile as in vacuum. Yes, bile is in Bravo. Okay. So, the first one is going to go after Vaca. Okay. So, wait. So, these are... Wait. Because I went on... This is... Okay, we've moved into the other part. Oh, yes, you have moved into the other part. Okay. Vaca and... Okay. Well, then... Then then it is going to go after Micah, because Micah is in the sphincter, and it can reach... Okay. Let the jelly in the sphincter. Oh, Okay. I was typing noses. Uh, oh, noses? no, that is that is no. That is a not going to hit. Okay, good. That was a natural one. Huzzah. And then the other one is going to attack Bangarang. Uh, 13. AC's 14. All right. They, are, they are unable to connect. Woo. And Yay. now, now Bangarang, it is your turn. Yep. And that file is definitely going to get an attack of opportunity if I uh, try to leave this area. Can you disengage? Yeah, you can or... disengage as an action. And I've only got my 15 feet of movement to get to the sphincter. You're only 10 feet away. Oh, so I'm allowed to move on the diagonal? Yeah. Even though mathematically it's incorrect? Oh, <laughs> Pythag- Pythagoras doesn't live in Faerun. <laughs> I mean, he's out drowning a mathematician off a rowboat somewhere, so yeah. don't worry about it. Eh, fair. All right. Action disengage. All right. And try and yeet myself through the sphincter to safety. Right, well, because there is a monk holding it open for you, you don't have to yeet too hard. <laughs> All right. I mean, I truly want to leave this cursed place full of oozes. <laughs> that is well within your prerogative. Yes. Yep. And so I am assuming, Micah, that you are going to drop out of the sphincter on the same side as all of your party members. This is correct, yes. All right, so the one that is within range is going to attempt to make an attack of opportunity as you back out. Uh, the 22 hit. The 22 yay. will hit. All right, yay. So- no, that's the opposite of yay. That's the opposite of what we're going for. <laughs> <laughs> so you take six points of bludgeoning damage and 18 points of acid damage as oh. it splaps you with this living stomach acid. Oh, that's unpleasant. Ouch. Okay. It doesn't oh. grapple you, though, so... That is a plus. That is a plus. Like eight six bludgeoning and what? Six plus 18 is Ooh. 24. 24 total. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, then. All right. I'm feeling less than wonderful. Yep. I do not want to revisit the sphincter. It was not fun. Yep. I want my dollar back. <laughs> but one star will not re- recommend. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, the, the cleric might suggest doing prayer of healing instead of taking 50 minutes of a short rest, just uh-huh. because apparently there's a bile oozes here, and who knows what'll wake up in other parts of the bodies of a tarask. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let me change the map while you figure out what it is you are going to be doing here. Shine my light around, look and see what we see, see what we see as the map is revealed. Are there any polyps? Oh wait, we need to be lower for that. Working on it. <laughs> Alright. Aw, rude, but it's still fine. And then there was something else. Mm. Hey look, there were polyps. Oh my. Yeah. Look at all those polyps. What's he been eating? 
lots of halflings. Lots of red hair. Needs, needs more fiber, obviously. Yeah. So there we go. We also get. So you actually, technically, you are all still in the passageway outside of this organ. You have not entered that organ. Who is That's the duodenum, proper, organ? right? I'm trying to think, the transitions to duodenum or the connective tissue to duodenum? The duodenum is its own thing. Yeah, okay. I mean, if that's any person, this is a terrestrial. Right. Granted. We, we might be in a garbage masher for all we know. <laughs> so we get... As you glance into this particular organ, it appears to measure about 40 by 25 on the inside, and it doesn't look like there's any through passage. It looks like the only way out is the way you come in. Hmm. Why don't we heal before we go back? If we're yeah, I already kind of... hit yeah. the spell slot. Yeah. So, okay. eight plus five, and then plus another five because of life domain features. I get two plus the spell level on all heals. Woohoo. So this is for everybody? Yeah. Oh, we all get eight back. Oh, that's so nice. Eight Yay. plus ten. Eight Ooh, plus ten? Eight. Yeah. Very nice. I, an 18 is a very nice addition. I got to my fighting stats. Yes. One. I'm a one-hit wonder. Huzzah. I now have 69 hit points. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> All right. So who is everybody at full or who, who is still needs healing after that really lovely thing happened? I am at 38 of 58. 36 out of 48. All right. Though here we could probably take a short rest and spend some hit die. I don't think. I mean... Let's go ahead and let me go ahead and do a, would it be insight or investigation? I are perception to see if I see any threats. Uh, that would be a perception check. Yeah. And I am Might not be to. a bad idea for all of us to do. I'm going to do that. It's just well. thinking, why don't we all do that? Yeah. I'm going to move you guys onto a different map with a little bit of extra space. Okay. Because. Oh, neat. Whoops. Uh, layers. Is it have to be layers? Because it's like ogres, and they have layers. Mm. Ogres are not like cakes. Oh, no, I want cake. So is the light spore still further to the south? Just a minute. I'm trying to figure out why not everybody is transferring across. Okay. Okay. I'm not smiling because of this, Ian. I'm smiling because I have the exact same problems when I use roll 20. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you are in, this is the tubage. The uh, stomach you just came out of is off of here. There is uh, something that leads further up. There's something that leads further down. And that is where you happen to be. All right. So did everybody make their perception checks? Yes, they did. Yes. Okay. So you are all sitting around getting topped off on your hit points a little bit. When Vaka, you notice something kind of weird. What do I notice? You notice something starting to emerge from the lining of the wall near you. And it is, uh, well, it is rather large. Okay. Uh, is it within 10 feet of me? Um, it is now. Okay. It is going to take four points of psychic damage. Okay. Because of my forceful personality. All right. And I need everybody to roll initiative. Time for initiative. Da, 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 da. All right. <laughs> oh, my dice went cold. Bam. Bad. Bad. Mine is very sad. 
Okay, so initiative is going to be Bangarang, and then Oxley, and then the weird gloopy thing, and Micah, and then Vaka. Always me. The last. <laughs> so last. Okay. So the thing that comes out of the wall, I'm not sure how far microbiology has gotten in this world, but it is a giant cell and it is amorphous and goopy. It is very much an ooze. That is your closest parallel, but it sort of slides along the membranes of the walls and you can see that it is passing into and out of the membranes at will and it doesn't leave any mark of its passage as it goes so it kind of has like a earth glide for lack of a better yes okay but for terask tissue fair enough all right bangerang you're up i think i'm gonna use word of radiance okay the cantrip just is that a saving throw feel this out yeah Deck save? Do, do, do. Con save. Con save. Uh, 10? I don't uh, think that's going to do it. Spell save DC 14. All right. There is just a tool that I could hit or the menu is gone forever. Oh, no, it's because Discord is covering it up. Let's see. It'll be 2d6. 2d6. Yay! Six points of radiant damage. All right. Yay. Huzzah. Yay! We'll see if I need to up that or not. So, the word of radiant literally poop in the voice of a, like, very old gnome woman. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You sign the word, and the word comes out, and it just sort of flares up. This very bright yellow-white light just sort of flashes over the surface of this thing. It looks like it worked. I mean, it wasn't a very hard hit, but it looks like it took everything that you threw at it. Okay. I just, I feel like it's early to do Spirit Guardians, so... Okay. Alright, he's just gonna hang out then. See what happens. Alright, next up is Oxley. Alright, that looks like a very nasty looking monocyte there, so I'm going to step back here. And since it took damage, told the dead. So okay. little Metallica music is playing now. From nice. the bell tolls. Is that an is that a wisdom save? Wisdom save, please. Alright. You see might be a little off. Yeah, it's it's probably gonna fail with an eight. Okay, yeah, it fails regardless. So it would take 2d12. Yes, it will. Nice. Very good. Lovely. Woo! 11. Very nice. All right. Yeah, that seems to have connected. And you watch as another part of it sort of starts to uh, desiccate and sort of crumble a little bit. And it, the membrane just sort of sloughs off a little bit. All right. And now it's its turn. Mm. And it is going to slide forward. Do, 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 do. Squish. I need I need Vaka <laughs> to make a dexterity saving throw, DC 14. Alright. Yeah. You got it. Yay! So, so you managed to step off and it's going to keep going. So I need Bangarang and Micah to also make dexterity saving throws. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought the five was mine. I was like, the hell? Yep. Alright. So Micah manages to escape. She's a kanku floating in an orb. <laughs> you get picked up as it engulfs you. You're just pondering your orb. Yep, being pondered oh, yeah. by an orb, in fact. Uh, it just engulfs me. So you take 10 points of acid damage. Mm. Ouch. You are restrained and unable to breathe. 
Uh, is she okay because of the water breathing spell? No, because this isn't water. Yeah. This is Cell trying this to is solve me. It is. This is a macrophage trying to remove a foreign body. Yep. Oh, no. Okay. So that means it is now Micah's turn. Right. Hold on. Kill it with fire. Can I pull out Bangarang as a reaction? Is she close enough I'd be able to grab and, like, tug her out as a reaction? Or would no. that be it? No. I mean, you can, as an action, move around to the side where she is and attempt to strength check, pull her through. Okay. If I attacked with an action, then used flurry of blows, could I still use a bonus action and grab her? Or no? No. Okay. Because um, you would be attacking with your action. Okay. Then I'm going to go ahead and just try to rescue her. Oh, because I'm way over here. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to come here. You had to move into an unoccupied space adjacent. And then I'm going to try to pull Bangarang out. Okay. I need you to make a strength check. Okay, I've got one of those. Nice. Not a strength save. Oh, just a strength check. Okay, Ooh, that works. Even better. better. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, you managed to pull Bangarang out. Ah, something bit me. Oh, wait, wrong movie. <laughs> I had to save Bangarang. She was my very best. So that was your movement, and that was your action. Do you have a bonus action you want to take? Um, I don't... Can I attack with a bonus action? I think you have to attack as an action in order to use your bonus action to offhand attack an okay. arm strike. Uh, I can use stone shard, though. Can I not? have to use an attack action. Okay. Um, Sorry. Nope, that's fine. Then I want to... Let me see here. Where am I at? I'm going to move uh, toward where Vaka is. I moved the wrong Yeah. You're right going to move that way? Yes. All right. Whew, okay. And that'll be my turn. All right. Vaka. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Okay. So earlier I mentioned forceful personality means that enemies within 10 feet suffer my charisma modifier and psychic damage uh, at the start of their turn. Did the monster take that damage? Yes. Okay. Excellent. All right. If I attack it, am I going to hurt Bangarang? That's I'm going to hold out of it. Oh, Bang yeah. Okay. Yeah, Micah, okay. Micah pulled her out. Or All him right. out. Okay. Him out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go attack it twice then with my battle axe. Okay. So let's try this. Alright, so I hit hits. and I'm gonna try to hit it again, because I'm gonna hit it twice. Fifteen hits. Okay, good. And now I guess am I rolling the damage or click on where it says battle axe. I did. Uh okay. Crack. Like, okay, so I click to hit. My point is, like, what do I do for damage? I, what do I'm, I need to click? Where it says Battle Axe, Cold Iron, Magic, uh-huh. underneath where the results are. In the chat box. In the chat box. I gotcha. Okay. I'm trying to figure out why you're getting plus four, plus four, plus one on, okay. da- on your damage rolls. Okay. Uh, plus four because of strength. And um... there's an extra plus four mod on there for some reason. Hmm. That I don't. So that know. should be that should be a thirteen and a six. Okay. Yeah. Let me un. Maybe maybe I'm actually. Mm. All right. Let me unclick that. It should be. Uh, it is a magic weapon. So one the right. one. And then and then the plus one is the magic weapon. Magic. Okay. Yeah. So it should be thirteen and a six. Okay. Right if you if you want to take those numbers. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna roll a die and add some stuff. So we're gonna roll a <laughs> d10. And and then I add what plus five, so that's eleven. We're gonna do it again. Roll another d10. That's sad. 
Oh, I get to re-roll it because of the other thing I took. So let me re-roll that. Okay, that's better. Six plus five and another 11. So that's a total of 22 on two hits. And then I'm going to hammer horn it as one does. And um, so it needs to succeed on a strength check against uh, eight plus my proficiency bonus plus my strength modifiers. So 15. So it needs to succeed on a DC 15 strength check? Yes, or I shove it 10 feet away from me. Nice. Eventually. <laughs> Sorry about yeah. Oh, no, you don't. Boo! Sadness. Okay, but it took twenty-two points of damage. So. Okay. Plus, yeah. All right, yeah. So those axe hits definitely messed it up. Okay. Are you finished? I believe I am. Yes. Okay. So back to the top of the round with Bangarang. This thing that tried to eat you is right in front of you. What do you do? Fight it back. <laughs> oh wait. Do 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 do. Cool. I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians. Okay. So it's just a cloud of small, ethereal goats. Goats everywhere. In a 15-foot sphere. Oh, my God. Okay. I'll be good. (laughs) 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 The internet has ruined me. It's all really wholesome in the backstory. Oh, uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. Saying goats and we're dealing with intestinal stuff, and we'll leave it at that. Yep. That's fine. Okay. Anyway, so their speed is halved while they're in the area. And okay. uh, to do they need to make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving. I think they did. Yep, so With they the take half damage. Ooh. So they take half damage. As a reaction, damage. I cast silvery barbs. Ooh. Which makes them makes re-roll. Them. Okay. Very nice. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Definitely nice. I like it. So it takes the full fifteen. Mm-hmm. Alright. Yeah, it didn't like that at all. Yep, and if it starts its turn there, it does it again. Okay. Um. So, uh, Oxley, you're up. Is Silvery Bards, is that a bard spell or sorcerer? I believe it's a sorcerer spell, so you'll want to make me yeah. roll that. And I'm going to give Bangarang advantage on the next attack roll, ability or save. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Is this my go now? Yeah, go ahead and roll that d20 for wild magic. Yes, please. One or two. They're all teleported. All right. Hey, wilds. Yeah, yeah it's going to be three next. <laughs> next one's going to be one, two, or three. All, all right. right. As a bonus action, I am going to blow an inspiration dice to give Lady Vaca a d8 to use. You can use Thank that anytime in the next 10 minutes. Ooh. Thank you. And then for my standard action, I'm going to go ahead and pull the dead again. So it needs okay. to make a DC 14 save. Nope. All right, so I got to hit it with 2d12 for the 15 points of necrotic. All right. It's looking rough, but it's still there. And I'm getting the hell away from it, so I'm moving <laughs> here. Can I get there without it attacking? You are still within its threatened reach, so yes. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll stay here. All right. I think I can. I don't know if I... No, I don't think I can immediately hide. Takes an action. Yeah, so that's it. Okay, so on its turn, it has to make its saving throw against the spirit guardians. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14? Uh, meets it. Meets it, beats but it, it. But it takes four points of forceful personality damage. Yeah, and that's enough to, to drop it. Yay! It was at three hit points. I didn't Guys, we beat punch. cancer. We beat uh, cancer, everyone. Huzzah. Yay! As it pops and oozes into the floor. Ew. 
Cool. I've got spirit gardens for ten minutes, so uh um, get a vial? We should take a vial of that. Why? <laughs> that was one of many random encounters that it could have come up, so Alright. So you have vanquished the macrophage. Now what? Uh, spirit gardens for another ten minutes. Which direction are we going? And we still want to check out to see if this room is relatively safe or not, because we still might want yeah, to take a rest. And let's look at the colon here, whatever this thing is. Right. Well, I mean, if anyone if anyone got. wants to make a uh, medicine check, you can get a general idea of what that thing may be. Hey, <laughs> nice. Right? It's probably the spleen. Ew. Just given the general location with respect to the stomach and the connections and all that, yeah. it's probably the spleen. So unlikely to actually get us anywhere. <laughs> I wonder what's up north where I am. I'm going to roll a medicine, which probably isn't going to be very good. Uh, add one to whatever this is. It'll be a 13. 13. This is not something that you're familiar with because there shouldn't be anything Here. that way. It's a Tarask organ. Yes, it is the Tarask. There's something weird. And even not just alien physiology, but there seems to be some manipulation as in the organs aren't where they're supposed to be. So the head bone is in fact not connected to the neck bone. Oh, that one probably is. Oh, okay. But from where you are standing with the light coming off of Vaka's horn, uh, you can see that there appears to be a tear in the lining of whatever goes up that way that could be passed through right about there. If you were so inclined. uh, Rapier at it. If you were so inclined to go up and poke and prod it. Yeah, let's go poke and prod it. Yeah, let's see if that's where that lady uh, was hiding or something. Okay. I didn't catch her name, but the person who had the sword or the weapon. Maureen? No, Maureen. Maureen. Uh Uh-uh, her friend. Oh, okay. Whatever her name. Susan. Okay. Okay. So maybe Susan is up there. So, Oxley, you go up and you press against this opening. I'm shining my light on it first. And you shine, well, you shine your light on it. Make a investigation or medicine check. Do investigation. I have proficiency in that. Not great, though. (laughs) Um, I mean, that looks looks like a spleen to me. They all look like spleens here. Um, (laughs) damn thing's got 15 spleens. The one thing that you are able to tell is that it looks fairly new, looks fairly fresh. And for some reason, it isn't closing up. Hmm. So is my locate object still up? Has, yes. has it, okay, do I sense? I, I think, I mean, how long, how long is that last 10 minutes? 10 minutes, but we've, yeah. yeah, okay. It's still further down. Oxley, are you going to go up to it and look through? Yeah, I'm going to prod through. I'm kind of take my raper, just kind of push through and just kind of lean in like this. I, I got the bubble on my head, so I'm good. Yeah. All right. You walk up to it and you put the rapier through and push with your your hilt, push one side over and grab the other one with your other hand and pull through and look through. And with the light from your rapier, you can see this looks like the interior of another lung. And as you're looking in, you see an unconscious form on the ground. And that's where we're going to wrap up tonight. Thank you for listening to this special episode of Undercommon Taste. We've been playing the Tarask Task of Maureen Trask, 
an adventure written by DM Dave and released by Tabletop Audio. You can find it on their Patreon, patreon.com slash tabletopaudio, or by following the link in the show notes. All additional audio also provided by Tabletop Audio. Our players have been James Daly playing Micah, Hannah Miller playing Bangarang, Eric Holden playing Oxley, and Mary Kroll playing Vaka. And I'm Ian Woodworth, your DM. Stay safe, everyone, and we'll see you all on the next episode.